0: You're listening to Sufficiently Selfish, your weekly dose of putting yourself first, being unapologetically you, and not giving a damn what anyone has to say about it. Hosted by yours truly, Emma Jones, your selfish coach and mentor. So if you're looking to create more space in your life for you, you're in the right place. Hey guys, what's up? This is Emma and we are back for another episode of Sufficiently Selfish. This week, the topic is near and dear to my heart because we are talking all about goal setting. And if you don't know, I was a project manager for about 10 years in various software development and technology companies. So I damn sure know how to set a goal So again, regardless of the size of the goal or how much time it will take to accomplish this framework, you can follow step-by-step to make sure you are always setting yourself up for success with the goals that you are working towards. Having this experience with goal setting has been such a great tool to have in my coaching belt because everyone comes to coaching with a goal. Whether it's to regain balance in their lives, quit smoking, increase their confidence, transition to a new career, weary, no matter what the goal is, the foundation of coaching is to gain the support you need in order to get from where you are now to where you want to be. And sometimes that is as simple as getting assistance, setting the right goals, and setting solid goals. But I'm going to take away the need for you to go see a coach to set your goals by giving you a framework that you can leverage. Don't worry, there's no need to take notes. I've linked a worksheet in the show notes that's going to walk you through each step of the process that I'm about to explain. In the project management world, there is an acronym that rules the roost, and there is a reason why. If you don't know exactly what you're trying to achieve, when you want to accomplish it by, or are aiming for something that will take nothing short of a miracle to accomplish, then it's going to feel like a struggle. By ensuring your goals are SMART, and that is the acronym S-M-A-R-T, you're laying a solid foundation towards the achievement of your goal. So what is a SMART goal? You may be familiar with SMART goals already because this is a pretty common concept, but I'm going to walk you through each step just to give you my little twist on it, again, coming from a project manager who understands these very intimately from both a creation and a follow-through to completion standpoint. So SMART stands for specific, measurable Achievable, relevant, and time bound. That's what gives us S M A R T. And you want every goal to be a smart goal, from the smallest thing you can imagine to the most grandiose of goals. Not gonna lie, I just paused this recording, went downstairs, and confirmed with my mother that I pronounced grandiose correctly. So, it's a little peek behind the curtain for you. (laughs) Okay, but to get back to it, I'm going to go through each of these and just kind of dive a bit deeper into what they mean because, sure, the name kind of says it all, um, but you want to think through these things from all different angles to really, again, ensure your goal is solid. So, The first part of the acronym is specific. You don't wanna be vague with your goal. Really figure out what it is you want and don't be afraid to get detailed because the more you think through what you want, the clearer it will become on how you're going to get that thing. If your goal is to have money, how do you wanna be making it? If you just say, I wanna make a lot of money, You aren't really going to be sure where to start on how to get it versus I want to make a lot of money from my lemonade stand. You're giving yourself a better idea of how this is going to come to be because we're not talking about manifestation here. We're talking about setting achievable goals. Once you have a specific goal, you want to make sure that it is also measurable, which is the next and the acronym SMART. In the lemonade stand example, we said we wanted to make lots of money, but what does this actually mean? We need to quantify what a lot means to us. For one person, it might mean $200, but for someone else, it may mean getting bought out by a beverage brand and making a few million off the branding and recipe. So, do you see there's a huge difference here between making $200 and making multi million dollars by selling off a business? Without this step of adding in the measurement, you're never going to know when your goal has been achieved. It can drag on forever. Even if you set your goal to make a few million off of selling your lemonade stand, you may get $2 million and not be satisfied once you have the money in the bank because, well, I could have just made more. So making it measurable is, again, number one to help you know what you're working towards and to make sure you actually feel a sense of achievement once you've reached that mark. Next in our SMART acronym, we come to A, which stands for achievable or attainable, depending on who you're talking to, based on the resources, time, and quality that is expected. But that's a whole other aspect of project management jargon that we won't touch on today. As a coach, I'll say that depending on the type of goal you're setting, you could leave this out. If you're setting long-term goals, I would say don't limit yourself. Because your rational brain may think that earning 10 million off a lemonade stand is absurd but if you don't set your goals high, you're going to keep yourself low. A personal example of this is when I got my first job out of college working at the American Red Cross, I said to myself, by the age of 30, I want to be making a $100,000 salary. Now, I hit this salary by the time I was about 26 or 27. So just imagine what I could have reached by the time I was 30 if I had set my sights higher. Coming from a project management standpoint, the A is one of the most important parts of this acronym. If I'm working at a company on a project, I need to make sure that that thing that I'm promising to someone else is achievable. This is one of those things I'm going to completely butcher as I try to explain it, but there is a principle that states that if you basically fill a container as it exists. So if you set a two-hour limit for yourself to complete a task, you're gonna take two hours to do that task. But if you set 30 minutes for that same thing, you're likely also going to complete it. So just keep this in mind when setting your goals. If it's a long-term goal, you may not want to restrain yourself with how attainable that goal is going to be. However, for shorter-term goals, I highly recommend you do not leave out the attainable aspect because we are not manifesting here. We are working on setting goals that we can work towards and achieve. We now have a beautifully completed goal that ticks all the boxes. We're done, right? No. I'm going to talk about how to ensure you reach your goal by putting in fail-safe structures to give you support on your journey. The first structure that's going to help you see your goal through, and again, this kind of ties into the relevancy aspect, but... What is the importance of this goal? Why is achieving this goal important? because without knowing why you're working towards something it is easy to get distracted and forget why you wanted this to begin with and then could lead you astray to just forget about your beautifully crafted smart goal altogether. the goal should align to your core values and beliefs which we've speak about often and even the most Trivial goals the smallest goals you need to know why you want this in order to stay motivated when the times get tough This is going to make sure you feel a sense of fulfillment and achievement when you finally succeed This is going back to relevancy. These two are very tied once we know what you want and why you want it the next and final step is to foolproof your goal setting Think about everything, everything that can get in your way and keep you from reaching your goal. This is both internal and external factors that can derail you. So what What does that mean? What are internal and external factors? An internal factor that can derail you is being tired or just general procrastination. And some external factors that can derail you may be friends or family that want you time for something else, your boss who needs you to stay late, your kids wanting you to help them with your homework. These are external factors that can derail you. Think through your goal. Think through what it's going to take to achieve that goal. And then think of everything that could fuck you up. For every item that you've thought through, you want to think of at least one mitigation tactic to keep this from throwing you off your game. And a lot of times I suggest to clients, especially with the things that are notorious from keeping them from achieving things, is to set up a bunch of mitigation tactics for each item that they think could get in their way. If your kids need help with their homework often, and because of this, you're not able to work out or meal prep or study the French that you want to learn, think through what help could you get for your children? Could you get them a tutor to help them with their homework? Could you ask your spouse to give you you know, X amount of time to work towards your goal? Come up with many Mitigation tactics so that when that time comes and your kids are begging you for homework help You can just pull a mitigation tactic out of your magic hat and Not be derailed a lot of times with mitigation tactics. How many times am I going to say mitigation? Um, They generally boil down to either being flexible Or being firm and setting boundaries. That's a common theme that I see. And in my experience as a coach, this is really the most important thing you need to focus on once you have a smart goal. Your why is great and it's really important, but most people let these things that derail them keep them from achieving the lives that they want. By knowing how you're going to get ahead of these things that throw you off course, you are really just like skyrocketing the amount of success that you're likely to reach. I'm going to reiterate again because I think this one's really important. (laughs) Whatever your goal is, coming up with ways to overcome the distractions or the You know, bombs, and before you encounter them, is going to help you stay strong and stay the course. Similarly, you're gonna wanna come up with a list of support systems that are gonna help you achieve this goal. Examples are finding an accountability partner, setting alarms on your phone, putting reminders on your calendar, hanging a picture of your goal somewhere where you'll see it every day, like a vision board. Creating structures to help support your goal will keep you focused on the prize. If you combine this with having a well-defined goal, that will help you achieve something meaningful. You're all set up for success. All right, I know this may sound like a long process to get started on something you want, but if you really want something, isn't it worth putting in the work up front to make sure that you're able to follow through and actually achieve your goal. Just like a tailor, project managers and coaches like to measure twice and cut once. This is how we make sure our projects and our clients' goals stay on track. Don't forget, this is all in a worksheet that is linked in the footnotes. So it's going to walk you through each of these steps in this framework so that you can create your own project manager and coach-approved goals every time. Thanks for listening to Sufficiently Selfish with me, Emma Jones. New episodes are released on Tuesdays. But in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Gemini Coaching. That's G-E-M-I-N-I-I Coaching. And if you enjoyed the show, go ahead and subscribe. If you really enjoyed it, show your support and leave a review in iTunes. Till next time.